It's one of those people that once you find them, you don't want to let them go. We're talking about your CPA (laughs) and we're going to get real. Let's do it. Life moves fast and so do these episodes. You are busy juggling all the things, work, life, kids, relationships, and everything else nitty gritty, but you have vividly wild dreams to get. My name is Melissa Rose, and let me just say, I get that growing a family and scaling a profitable business is no small feat, no matter how early we wake up or how much caffeine we consume. But I'm here to tell you, you can and will through consistent, inspired action. In this show, we're going to be encouraged, we're going to be empowered, and we're going to lead with a quick win that you can apply today in your business, life, or relationship. Sound good, ladies? Let's get real. And now, your host, Ms. Melissa Rose, who's such a rebel woman that her favorite Spotify playlist includes both Nora Jones and Eminem. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of In the Nitty Gritty. How are you? So good to be here. As always, I hope you are well, and spring is on the horizon. So good, so good. We have a fun interview, and let me just say, it's one of those people in our life that are super duper important, but they're really kind of the quiet behind the scenes people, but man, when you find a good one, you wanna keep them, right? And that's your CPA. They are one of those people in your business and in your life that it's a long-term relationship. It's not somebody that you, you know, have a CPA one year and then a different one the next year. It's a deep relationship. And I'm super excited for you guys to meet Michael Wagner. He is somebody that I originally met in my community, but he just recently moved. And when we recorded this episode, he is in South Carolina, which is one of the three states he says that's not currently (laughs) under snow. So I'm happy for him as he shares his journey and a little bit about his world as a CPA. Before we launch into that, I want to make sure you guys know about my Google workshop coming up. If you are a business owner and struggling to find enough clients or people aren't finding you, or you hear people say, you know what, I tried Googling you, but your business didn't come up. That is a sign you need to take this workshop. This is a Google workshop where I share with you all the tools and strategies to get your business on the first page front and center of Google so that people know about you and you aren't the best kept secret in town anymore. I was recently audited by a Google expert and he told me, Melissa, you are doing all the things. You are doing everything right. He said, I really don't have anything to share with you as far as things to improve because we happen to be doing them. So I am so excited about that because I thought we were doing everything right, but I scheduled this appointment thinking, you know what? I can always get better. Yes, he did teach me just a couple new things, which I am now going to share with you as well. So this workshop is March 18th. It's at 2 p.m. It is a paid workshop through Zoom. So this is an action-packed workshop where I am going to show you exactly what I do, how I do it, where I do it, so that you can take action, implement it in your business, share it with your admin or your marketing person so that your business can come up first on Google. Because you guys, you work too hard. You work so hard in your business to not have people find it. We want people to find you. So sign up for my Google workshop, March 18th at 2 p.m., Go to MsMelissaRose.com backslash Google Workshop. How easy is that? 
Okay, we have Michael Wagner here on the podcast, and he is just a good guy starting out his business and doing great things, and super proud of him for what he's been able to accomplish already. So enjoy this episode where Michael talks about what he does, but also things that we should think about and consider when hiring and looking for a CPA. So without further ado, I introduce you to our lovely guest this week, Michael Wagner. It's one thing to run a business, it's another to run a profitable business. So set yourself up for success. One way I keep myself profitable is by following the Profit First Method by Mike Michalowicz. It's a must-read book for all you business owners out there. So if you haven't read it, go to MsMelissaRose.com backslash my must reads. You'll get a list of all my favorite books that I recommend with links to have it on your doorstep in 24 hours or in your Audible app within minutes. After you read it, create a profit account through Acorns. Acorns is the only micro-investing account that allows you to invest spare change. Set it up in under five minutes and automatically add money to your portfolio. It's an easy way I like to save my profits. Every time I allocate my profit percentage, I put it into Acorns and watch it grow. Then, every quarter, I get to take out a portion and celebrate. Use it for your profit hold or your tax hold or create another retirement by rounding up on daily purchases. You'll get $5 from In the Nitty Gritty. Simply go to mismalisrose.com backslash deals to get your link. We have Michael Wagner with us today. He is a CPA and he is going to talk all things CPA, share a little bit about his business and behind the scenes and the nitty gritty of being a CPA. And I got to have him here probably at the worst time of year for you. So I thank you, Michael, for joining us on In the Nitty Gritty. Welcome. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity to be here. It's always nice to get a break from doing all the tax returns and all the <laughs> sexy stuff that comes with being a CPA. <laughs> love it. Love it. Okay. I ask everybody this on the podcast. What did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, man, there's so many things depending on, I guess, the age. When I was younger, obviously, wanted to be a fighter pilot or a bull rider. So accountant was right up there. <laughs> so a fighter pilot and then a rodeo? That's like... Um, yeah, like a bull rider. Yeah, I think that's... that's what I wanted to do when I was younger. I had a cousin, fighter pilot, seemed fun. Used yeah. to watch the rodeo with my dad, so... Wanted to do that. And then I, as I got older, I actually always wanted to be a teacher. Cool. High school or elementary? Yep, I, want, I think more high school. I don't think I could deal with the younger people. And I always enjoyed kind of the teaching aspect and helping people. So it seemed like a good fit. Cool. All right. So introduce yourself. Tell people who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Yeah. So I am a CPA. I have a small practice where it is just myself specializing, helping smaller businesses more on the startup side, so businesses from startup to a million or so in revenue. I don't work with big clients just because that's not my specialty, and I don't honestly get as much joy of working with the bigger clients. I'd rather help people starting out, and I feel I'm able to provide maybe going back to wanting to be a teacher, help people learn and grow their business that way. When you start getting the smaller size, a lot of the times you have all of that down. Oh, so you like that smaller client. Is there a niche of industry that you like to serve or are you open to all industries? So I'm open. I work with a bunch of different industries. I do like more blue collar industries. I work with a lot of farmers, people like that. And I think that's just my background. That's honestly, I think the people that like me more, I show up like I am today wearing a ball cap and blue jeans. Some people want their CPA in a suit, but that's just not who I am. So deal with a lot of farmers, ag industries, some 
home care providers, starting to carve out a niche in there, and then rental properties. I have a small rental portfolio and I'm passionate about that. So I like working with clients that have similar interests to me as well. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. I have a couple questions for people. This podcast, we have a lot of business-minded people, people starting out maybe a couple of years under the belt, few years under the belt. What is one reason that you see people changing their CPA? Because I feel like once you get a CPA, it's a really hard change. What are those reasons that people change a CPA? So the biggest reason I see, honestly, is that CPAs aren't always the most responsive. As I'm sure a lot of people and a lot of your listeners can attest to, CPAs are busy and I've had people that, oh, they've reached out to their CPA or they send their information or question. They don't hear back for months or not at all. They have to keep following up. And what I see a lot of the times is that CPAs get their clientele and then they can kind of coast. So I know that's the biggest one I see. Something I really try to not do or not grow too big so don't have that problem. Another thing is just your situation has changed. I've seen a lot of people that they just have their W-2 jobs and pretty normal situation and then they start their business, they start their side hustle and it takes off and then their CPA just doesn't know how to handle it. They don't have the expertise in that situation. So if your situation changes, that's another time to consider changing your CPA and just finding someone that has that expertise that fits you the best. Yeah, good advice. So what are some questions that people should ask their potential new CPA? Yeah, so I think um, obviously depending on your situation, just make sure that they're well-versed in that. Some industries are so specific that even if you're a CPA with 50 years of knowledge, you might not have it in that particular industry and that knowledge actually helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing, just making sure that they fit you both for your industry. One thing I see a lot is just not fitting your personality. I know people think all CPAs are the same, but you always want to make sure that you meld good and you're a good fit and not just going with somebody because that's who you've always went with. That's who your parents went with. That's what yeah. I see a lot. And that's another reason I see people change that. Well, it was who I was recommended to. It's who I started doing my tax returns when I was 18. So I've never switched. So I would recommend just find someone's a good fit for both you personally and your business. And don't be afraid to reach out to a couple different people just because you have a meeting doesn't mean you have to stick with somebody. Tell me if there's some areas or ways that people could get more value from their CPA that maybe they don't even realize that's part of the deal of working with a CPA. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just staying in touch. I mean, just having a more ongoing relationship where you touch base a couple times a year. If you have it where at the end of the year in February, you just send all of your information to your CPA, you're not getting the full benefit of having a CPA. You just have that transactional commodity-based relationship, which doesn't provide a lot of value. If I get your information in February, there's not much I can do to help you out. But if you reach out to me and April, after we get your tax returns done for the next year, I know your plan. I know how your business is doing. And just being in touch throughout the year, if you have a question, we can make decisions together. And then knowing that it is in there together, like as a CPA, our job is to help you be successful. It's not just to exchange money for your tax return. It's to help grow your business and help you get everything you want out of your business. And hopefully your CPA is reaching out to you so you're not the one that has to 
put right. that step forward every quarter. And if yeah. they're not, then maybe yeah. consider reaching out or talking to them more. Maybe they don't know that you want that type of relationship. So Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of the double-edged sword. You want to reach out, but, you know, feel like, oh, this is a busy time, so we're not going to do it then. But to be intentional about it on our end to yeah, reach out. Because no one cares more about your business than you do. So right. obviously your CPA wants what's best for you, but sometimes you have to be the one to put yourself out there. Yep. So let's talk about the fun stuff. So how long have you had your business, Michael? So my business is only a little over a year old, so probably a year and a half. Awesome. So it's still still growing and still fun, enjoy getting up every day and doing it. So Good, good. So what is a moment or a time throughout your journey here as a business owner where you realize, okay, I got this, I can do it, I can do anything now? Like every business owner, that changes every day. And <laughs> I deal with this a lot working with business owners that you do suffer a lot of imposter syndrome. Like I said, I work with businesses up to a million dollars, but they still are struggling. You think from the outside, they look like they have everything put together. But I think on the inside, some days people wake up and they think that, man, I, like you said, I can do anything. I have this. Other days, it's what am I doing? I should go get a W-2 job. This was a terrible decision. Honestly, the truth there is somewhere in the middle. Just getting to live the life I want kind of reassures that I can do anything, that I've built this business, that I get to live the life I want. My wife's a travel nurse, so right now I'm living the nomadic lifestyle. So, I mean, especially right now when you're in Wisconsin, I get to see palm trees outside my window while you guys are getting snowed in. It makes me realize that I can do anything, especially starting this business was the right move. Yeah. I didn't even ask you. I just assumed you were here in Wisconsin. Where are you right now? No, I'm in South Carolina right now. Wow. Good for you. We got supper and overheard someone talking that was saying that Georgia, Florida, and South Carolina were the only states in the continental United States that didn't have snow on the ground. So I felt pretty excited about that. (laughs) Enjoy it. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't realize that. That's awesome. That's awesome that you so early in your business, Michael, are able to create and you were intentional about it. You knew what kind of business you wanted to create because of your wife's work that you wanted to be able to be pretty fluid in where you go, right? Correct. Yeah. That's awesome. What nitty gritty are you currently dealing with in your business? I think just trying to survive the tax season. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, that's always challenging because I have my normal clients, my normal monthly, weekly routine, and then throwing on a bunch of tax returns and people reaching out is always challenging. And then doing it from a new space without the routine of having your house and office and everything. So... That's kind of the nitty gritty I'm dealing with now. Yeah. And you just moved, right? Yep. Yeah. So you threw that in there too. So. Yeah. I always got to keep it exciting. Don't want it to get too boring around here. (laughs) What's one thing that you do consistently? Because that's our pillar here in the nitty gritty. Of course. And I think on that between personal and business is just spend time for my personal life. So you kind of alluded to it earlier that I started this business intentionally And that main intention was to be able to spend time with my family, being my new wife at the time or my alien father. So I built the business to have that aspect where I can spend time with my family. So it's hard during this busy time, but taking the time to realize that this is why I started the business is what the business is for, is that I have time for myself and I have time for my family. I'm not working 80 hours a week and that's not what's important. So I think that's kind of been the one 
pillar in my business and how I try to build it and live my life that, okay, well, the days my wife works, I'll work longer. If she has a day off, then okay, let's go do something fun together while we have this time instead of working a strict nine to five like I'd have to otherwise. Right. How long have you been married? Um, a little over two years. Okay. And so you don't have kids yet, correct? Nope, no kids. So you truly are just starting out and doing it. This is exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. I've worked um, most professions in the accounting field, um, academia, private, public, governmental. And I just realized that none of those were for me. I like helping people and working for someone else didn't give me, I guess, that satisfaction of actually being able to work with someone one-on-one and actually help them out as a person. I want to ask you, do you have a bookkeeper or do you have a group of bookkeepers that you refer out or work with? I had Chris Cosina, you know him. Yep. He was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. The value of having a bookkeeper and, and communicating with your CPA. How does that work with you? Do you have some people that you work with? No, that's a great question. I, yes, I have a couple of bookkeepers that I work with, including Chris, that they really help the client and they get to work more on the day-to-day aspect, which is one of the benefits of having a bookkeeper. They get to kind of keep you in line and work on everything and make sure you don't get too far off the tracks where a CPA, although it's good to have that ongoing relationship, is a little more high level that maybe doesn't get in the weeds as much as the bookkeeper does. Yeah. Anyone out there with a business should definitely consider having a bookkeeper. I know you like to keep your own books that you enjoy that process and you like getting in the weeds, but believe it or not, that's not everybody's favorite thing. No, no. I'm thinking I should maybe get out of it. (laughs) (laughs) And so do you find that a client does have a bookkeeper? Are things just easier for you? Things are easier. It's just a lot cleaner. Um, One, I can trust everything being organized. So, I mean, I'll still do my due diligence, ask questions. But when I see everything's organized, whether they have a bookkeeper or if it's someone in your situation where they just keep good books, it's easier than the people that give me loose leaf papers with handwritten notes or... (laughs) I mean, I think I feel more confident that person with the bookkeeper is getting all of the benefits of running the business, all of the deductions that they're eligible for. Um, it's not possible to, for me to go over every aspect of the tax code with someone to make sure that they're taking all of these deductions. So I think just having all of your ducks in a row right away helps make sure that the taxpayer gets all the benefits and they're not overpaying their taxes. Yeah. You're just starting out in your business. It's pretty impressive that you have a full load. You told before we press record, you're like, I'm, I'm good with clients, Melissa. I don't need more clients right now. And that's super impressive. And that's awesome. Is there a nugget of wisdom that you could share with somebody who's maybe considering jumping in full time into a business or entrepreneurship, something that you would share with them? Yeah, I think the biggest thing I can say is just show up every day. It's going to be a challenge. There's going to be hard times, but as long as you're showing up and you're doing right by your potential clientele that you'll be fine. It doesn't happen overnight. I think you made me look a lot better that, oh, it's a new business and I'm already booked full, but no business is an overnight success. A lot of times it takes years for that overnight success to actually take place. So just show up every day would be the biggest one. That's true. Good advice. How can people best get a hold of you? If they are looking for a CPA and you have space. Yeah. So I think the easiest way would probably just be LinkedIn to reach out to me or my website, wagnercpasolutions.com and send me an email. And if you'd like to learn more or just have some questions, I mean, I'm happy to set up calls or Zooms with anybody and help them out. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Michael, for taking the time. I know this is a busy season for you. And the fact that I was asking to take your time during this means a lot. So thank you. And I know our business women and entrepreneurs listening will appreciate your wisdom and advice that you gave today. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you for allowing me the opportunity. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Have a great week. We will see you here same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Hey there, guys. Real quick. If you are loving the podcast, could you do me a huge favor? Would you rate and review this podcast so other people could find it? That is the best way for people to find more about In the Nitty Gritty. Thanks so much. Peace.